Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Just pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Mr. Mauer, and with me, as always, are my partners in crime, because Menti doesn't have the time. First, we got the magnificent Machko. He's always online. <laughs> uh. And then Close if enough. there's anybody that we were going to have on this issue, it's the uh, the king of all toys in the kingdom of Eternia. We've got baby Huey. What's going on? Although I do What's have to on? say, after we've talked over the little bit, I have the power! Because I think I'm the biggest Masters of the Universe fan out of all of us at this point. Really? We went through the toys I had as a kid. <laughs> and and we're you had still all going like through the toys. Two or, two or three that I didn't. I had almost all of them. And then I've got my blanket downstairs. I found all my old Motu oh, stuff. I used to have a sleeping you, bag. You got that this, was Mauer? the ish. Mauer, did you well, pick up your... Did you? So we're going to pick this up now because we're talking Masters <laughs> of the Universe. And we have some what about it? Revelations. Revelations about it. <laughs> um... <laughs> This show's a hot topic right now. I was excited but also worried about it because my memory of this isn't the cartoon, it's the toys. Me too. Um, exactly. And Baby Huey and I, it was probably about six months ago, we sat in my living room uh, talking about toys and all of a sudden I realized like these were my favorite toys growing up. I had all of them. Um, so It was funny because you said, like, oh, I had like one or two. And then we're like looking at pictures. He goes, "Well, I had oh, that one. That one. No, I had that one too. Oh yeah, I had, I had them all." <laughs> and then I was like, "Do you remember this one?" And Huey was like, "I've Wait, never what? even seen that one." Um, and it makes sense. So we're gonna go into so this show in essence ran from 1983 to 1990. Um, but 83 to 85 was the two seasons. It was like 120 issue uh, issues. <laughs> See, episodes see it happens a hundred uh two sixty five uh episode seasons so one hundred and thirty mm-hmm. episodes basically, but then it got picked up for syndication and then u s a bought it and was playing it mm-hmm. now, if you think about it, gonna actually put our ages out there now mm-hmm. we were born in the age, baby Huey, where by the time this show was kind of wrapping up its peak popularity is when we were getting into action figures right. So the reason why I had all of them is because we would go to flea markets and all, and the kids that had money were onto the whatever the new new was. So I was able to get all these, you know, at flea markets or you know friends of friends hand me downs. Um, and I had the new new, and you had the new new, because <laughs> so, your parents would so buy you a you toy guys, to shut you up. When you guys were getting into it, I was getting out of it yes. because of girls. 
Because <laughs> you were 27 already. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> Definitely 20, wrong. 25. Um, but it was produced by Filmation, which produced a ton of cartoons back in the day based mm. on the toy line. Because remember, the toy line came first. Mm-hmm. Um, September 1983 until 1985, it ran. Um, and in the original story, it was produced in these comics because before they had the story for the show, they came up with a backstory for all these kind of characters. And these little mini comics went into the toys. And this is something that we'll talk about when we get to the new show. Because um, they went based more off of the comic than the cartoon itself. When they were putting everything together, it wasn't called Masters of the Universe yet. Do you remember what it was actually called before then? Uh, no. Lords of Power. Lords of, that's it. So, but they didn't like Lord in it. Correct. So they got rid of that. If you The toys that made us... I was going to yep. go and do like Just a breakdown on this, <laughs> but there's <laughs> nothing that we can do that's going to be any better than the toys that made us. Yeah. Um, there's also by the power of gray school. I think the name of the documentary that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you're a He-Man fan and it goes through everything, even the movie, um, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Now in the years that it came out, they did 68, figures plus two giant size figures and then the last two figures you know what they were no it was the laser he-man and laser skeletor were the Mm -hmm. last two figures they did which Um, brought um the see-through no it had like a lightsaber look Mm -hmm. to it those those designs of those ones were actually taken for inspiration for the new adventures of he-man which the new adventures of He-Man was a changed idea from Hero, which Hero was supposed to be the son of He-Man, like in the far off distance that they were gonna do. Um, but when we <laughs> when we look at all this, you figure sixty-eight toys, and I want to. There wasn't a ton of duplicates. I want to say there was six different He-Man, and mm-hmm. like six different Skeletor. Maybe not even that many. I have the lists that I can put in there. There might not have been duplicate characters, but there are a ton of duplicate parts. <laughs> but the toys Bolts, were man, freaking cool. Like, Baby Huey, Mallard. tell me the plot of any of the episodes of He-Man. <laughs> so there's a beginning, there's a middle, and then the end. Moshko, tell me the plot of any <laughs> He-Man episode. Uh, somebody's in trouble, somebody needs to be saved, and Cringer hides behind a rock. And then you learned an important lesson at the end. No, you didn't learn. That wasn't until G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. No, you, you, no, you did learn. Oh, uh, yeah. There was some kind of there, like. It wasn't a, there wasn't a PSA, but there mm-hmm. was a learning thing at the end of the episode. Because this show got into a lot of trouble. And because of it is when G.I. Joe started putting their things at the end so, of it. He-Man's he um, was right at the end. There wasn't no PSA. But you couldn't tell me a storyline from this show. Nobody cared about the cartoon. It was what character were they going to introduce that you could go buy the toy of. Which I was mad about when they introduced Faker. Because Faker is a blue He-Man. So this is be a ro- robot. He wasn't blue in the show. He was a regular looking He-Man, which ties into the beginning of Revelations. <laughs> so, um, And Faker came out in the second uh, wave in 1983. With Tila. Tila was in the first run. 
So the first I'm run... I'm sorry, Ev- Evil Lim was in the second wave. First run was He-Man, Tila, Man-at-Arms, Stratos, Skeletor, Beast-Man, Merman, and Zodak. Yeah. The second line was Manny-Faces, mm-hmm. Ram-Man, Triclops, Trapjaw, Faker, and Evil Lin. Um, That's your core cast right there. Well, and, and let's get into it. In the comic, the story was very, very rich, and it reminds me, if you haven't watched the show, Mythic Quest on Apple TV... Where like they come up with this, it's a about an online game. Like the story was really cool. It started off that the sword, the sword of power, was split into two, mm-hmm. and they had to hunt down the piece. And one was the highest of heights, and the other one was under the stone or something. Like one was in Stratos's, I think, his mountain, and then there was another one in a rock. And you had to find them. And when you connected them, that unlocked the gates to Castle Grayskull for you to get into where the magic was. Right. And if you remember the toy, initially when they put the first wave out, Skeletor got one half, Mm -hmm. E-Man got the other half, and when you put them together, you could unlock the the drawbridge. Yep. Also in the original mini-comics... It's uh, Jaw Bridge. (laughs) (laughs) He-Man's armor is what gave him his power in the original mini-comics. Yep, and he had a axe and a shield. Correct. The sword was a rinky-dink sword used by Prince Adam. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into the show. They already started off in the first episode tying more towards the comic than anything else because you're using the sword to open up the magic. You're seeing it cut into two parts. Um, it was a ton of fan service, in my opinion, to see some of the the top characters in a battle you never got to see them in because He-Man never used the sword to the point where the line that Mark Hamill says, like, ah, oh, you finally used the sword for what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't even punch people. He just picked them up and throw, threw them around in the show. Uh, watching the first episode, I immediately felt like I was a kid again watching and playing with my toys. Like, this is... And it had a little bit of the cheesiness from the original show. Did you guys catch on to, like... Yeah, I, I did. So you guys are looking at me funny because I'm I'm cracking up like crazy here. So I had to go and look at some of the synopsis to the episodes, the original episodes, just because I, I just <laughs> needed to see some of this. So uh, season one, episode three. This is the this is the Wikipedia official <laughs> synopsis here. Okay, Orko's magic wand accidentally hits Prince Adam's sword and made it go to the past. Skeletor captures Prince Adam and uh, waits for He-Man to come into his rescue. Man-at-Arms tells viewers, see, that did happen. Man-at-Arms tells viewers He-Man's brain helped more than his muscle in this problem. See, there were like little things there at the is. end that, that they weren't PSA type. Oh, look at like that. G.I. Joe. Episode four, He-Man tells viewers to watch out for those people who promise a quick way to riches and to not sell yourself short. Okay, this is kind of great. Um, <laughs> you want to hear another one? No, no. So originally, the animators and creators wanted to see how far they could push it with names and situations to get it across for kids. Like, imagine a bunch of us making a kid's cartoon. That's really what it was. Um, but we have this show, and immediately in this new show, we kill off He-Man and Skeletor. And it wasn't immediate. It was at the end. First episode. 
So if anyone with a working knowledge of sci-fi, fantasy, cartoons, comics, anything, if the main characters that you've known and loved for years die off in the first episode, guess what? They're coming back. May not be in the next episode, but they're coming back. So let's, let's just take it as it is right now. They kill off them, and Tila, who is Prince Adam's best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. And He-Man's partner in crime when it comes to heroics. <laughs> finds out that she's the only one out of the close-knit group that didn't know the secret. And it destroys her beliefs, and her dad gets banished because He-Man's mom knew that he was He-Man. I did like that, that she yeah. always knew. Um. So then you see Tila get sent, you know, she throws everything down. She just became Man-at-Arms. She says, I don't want anything to do with anybody. Man-at-Arms himself gets banished because the king blames him for his son's death. And that's how we start. Mm -hmm. And this now gives Kevin Smith the opportunity to do what he does best. And to take characters that you might not care about and give them a platform and really tell a story. I hate Orko until this. <laughs> he was Tila, always the comic relief. So Tila, I couldn't care about. You put her in this and she's a badass warrior. Like, aside, people saying she's got the Karen ha- haircut, that's nowhere mm. near it. It is a warrior princess, like, badass. She looks like Rhea Ripley from WWE. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't get the hate for this. And, and I really loved the show because People... we're now getting to see all these stories. Cause if you have He-Man there, you're not going to focus on Tila. You're not going to focus on Roboto. You're not going to have a focus on any new characters. The focus was going to be on He-Man. Right. But I think people were mad because, you know, months and months ago, it leaked that He-Man was going to disappear in the first episode. People asked Kevin Smith, is this true? And he said, no, it's not. He's in every episode. And he is in every episode. He, <laughs> as a, but he, yeah, Kevin Smith didn't lie. He is in every, yeah, he's in every episode. So. He's in every episode. They're all flashbacks. But that kind but. of storytelling has shown that people like it. We get tons of flashbacks in Arrow, and we're okay with mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah, I, 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 loved, I loved the flashbacks, actually. Because the flashbacks gave you the feel of the old cartoon, but actually seeing He-Man be badass. Yes. But you still had a new character driving a story forward. Mm-hmm. So the story. Magic's gone. You get to see Orca withering away. Like, <laughs> I never thought I'd feel bad for that little imp. I, I felt so bad for him. <laughs> um, and then Roboto, looking like a goddamn gunslinger, <laughs> coming in. And, like, you see the story. They have to go find those two parts of the swords so they can bring Magic back to Eternia to start saving things and get back to normal. And then Triclops having a cult of technology. It was like, a little weird. <laughs> but it kind of made sense. It did. Um, the big things with He-Man was it was old times, but magic, but technology all kind of wrapped into one. Mm-hmm. You take away the magic, what are people going to lean into? So what did you guys think about the character designs? Uh, I I agree a little bit with the Tila thing with with the hair. I didn't say if she was Karen. I just didn't like the buzz thing on the side. Outfit wise, loved it. 
I love Beastman's look. The, you know, him more overgrown hair and more of a warrior type look. Love that look. Uh, Triclops, eh, I can leave it or take it with that, his little gown thing he was wearing. Well, he's the head of a cult. Yeah. And he's Henry Rollins, so I wouldn't say anything too bad. He'll kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, everything I loved. Uh, Kevin Smith did change, you know, change a few things like they um, trapped y'all <laughs> in that episode with, with, uh, with the uh, technology and, and magic uh, kind of loses an eye. I thought they killed him at first because <laughs> he takes a blow to the head and just. Yeah, but it's showing he's becoming more machine than man, mm-hmm. which is kind of leading towards this whole first half of this first season is 100% just laying the groundwork of what this new world is. Of course. And you get to see these characters in a way that you've never seen them before, but also you get to see what the world is like without a Superman. Like, imagine if Superman's saving you from everything and then just disappears. And you were so used to having that person there to protect you. Now they're gone. Like, we're seeing that impact on the world. Now... I ne- was never a fan of this next character we're going to talk about, but this show made them 100% badass. Scareglow. He was scary. <laughs> <laughs> Did there's you a, see there's a huge like cult following behind that character, like almost as big as Faker. Because of the glow-in-the-dark toy. Right, because of the toy. It was a glow-in-the-dark action figure. Mm-hmm. So um, you can't go wrong with that. No. But the the toy, like, Low in the Dark wasn't always like, ooh, I loved it. And the toy kind of looked chintzy. Like, but in this, the way that they have him look like Skeletor, but then the bones glow through as he's using power, and the fact that he feeds off your fear. Well, so Kevin Smith, I think, is taking some inspiration because uh, Scarecrow himself, you don't actually know where he comes from or who he is. There's rumors that Scareglow is actually a dead Skeletor from the future back in the past. So I looked at it as he's going to take that form because that's what everybody in attorney is afraid of. So if he feeds off fear and he shows up looking like Skeletor, he knows he's going to get some fear out of you immediately. That could also work. Um, That's what the original rumors were. So, so we get through everything. We get to see their heaven which it was preternia is heaven. Yes. And mm-hmm. subternia was there. So subternia. That preternia. I can't remember the name of that thing their their castle thing. Uh, right. Like that was like one yeah. of the final He-Man things to come out like uh one of the, also one of the most expensive things of course I had it. Still is. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough to have that. So so our our band of heroes team up when we didn't talk about this at all. Um they talk team up with Evelyn and Beastman. Yeah, because magic without magic, and without Skeletor, they realize that they have more in common than they realize. And the bond between Lynn and Orko humanizes both characters. I felt they had a nice bonding moment when they were in hell. And then you have Orko sacrifice himself the first time he does magic right, and he ends up sacrificing himself so that everybody can get to Preternia. Yeah, And you see them start to implode on each other, and then you see Prince Adam. 
and he stops it. They create the grave for Orko. And then one of the moments that made me go, oh my God, is the flowers they build up to make it look like his dimension. Mm-hmm. And you realize that because in the first issue, Mossman died, first, first episode, <laughs> well, he's in Preternia. So Mossman is the forest in Preternia, which was a really cool touch. Yes. Um, we get to the end. Unfortunately, my boy dies. R.I.P. to uh, R.I.P. Roboto. Pour one out for mm. Roboto. I was so excited I was getting Roboto in the show, <laughs> and then they kill him. He's a robot, though. He can come back. He dies. He dies a hero's death, putting the sword together, uh, and then they add some depth to the Prince Adam character. And this is why I feel that he had uh, He Man had to die. So Paternia isn't just heaven, if you will. In order to get there, you have to sacrifice yourself for the grade of Eternia and be something more than just the average person. So when they find the way for them to get back, uh, by them, Tila, Lynn, and all them to go back to Eternia with the sword together and try and save magic, Prince Adam wants to go with them. They said, well, if you go, you're not coming back here. Mm-hmm. You can't come back to paradise. And, and you know... He goes anyway. Now, what happens to him two minutes later? He gets killed again. Well, he's stabbed. Right. It's a flesh So I, I have a quote from <laughs> Kevin Smith on an Entertainment Weekly interview he did. And he goes, in part two, everything... Hold on. Well, the first thing he says is, you guys have seen part one. I've seen part two. So I might know <laughs> a little bit more than what... You can already see with this. In part two, everything that people keep talking, trying to talk about with Tila, somebody finally gets to say it. As you can see, by the end of episode five, we bring back Adam, and then we kill him again. Something tells me he'll be back. If you're sitting there going, they killed He-Man. Don't worry, he's like Kenny from South Park. He'll come back. <laughs> I think at the end of season one, we're going to have a Prince Adam trying to find his own worth as Prince Adam, they're going to get the sword back eventually from Skeletor. But I think Prince Adam's going to tell Tila to call on the power. And I think Prince Adam's going to try and find peace with just being Prince Adam. If you think it's a giant shit storm now, if what you said does happen, <laughs> you won't, I don't, I don't even know what people are going to say. Well, let's let's talk so about the shitstorm. Mm-hmm. They are review bombing this show because He-Man wasn't the focus of it. Now, I will be the first one on every show we've ever done. I hate when we just have to do diversity or change something for the sake of doing it. But there's not a piece of this story that doesn't feel organically like it's come together to tell the best He-Man story we've ever heard. So, we've already had He-Man be He-Man and save the world a million times. Mm-hmm. Prince Adam has been a joke forever. Like, did you have the Prince Adam figure? Mm-hmm. Did you play with it a lot? Of course not. I took the vest off because it was pink. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was the joke. <laughs> so, I think if this show can do for Prince Adam what they've already done for Orko and make him a badass on his own right, 
then I don't think we need to have him as He-Man. Hell, even Cringer, who is the you know cowardly cat that hides behind everything, was a little bit of a, not a badass, but he was sticking up for people. So, and Tila, I don't, so eventually I think we are going to get He-Man back as He-Man. Because we saw those little things of Tila showing that she's more than what meets the eye. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. But I do think we're going to get the moment where Prince Adam says he doesn't need the sword, and she calls on the power to fight Skeletor. We very well could get that. But then we're going to see that she doesn't need it, and then we're going to get a He-Man, or we'll get a new hero. See what I did there? Uh, yeah. Wow, wow, you're, you're, you're just on fire tonight. Um, but I, I don't care if we get He-Man back, but these fans, what is it, uh, 22%? Uh, 20, 24, maybe, is what I saw. On Rotten Tomatoes. I'm in a bunch of toy groups, as you guys are. We're in a bunch of comic groups. Um, <laughs> and it's nothing but this is bull. People are cursing. Like, the hatred for the show, and I guarantee everybody that hates the show hasn't watched it. And the animation is freaking amazing. Like I, I even love like the, the animation. animation. Like I think it, it looks great. It's the same. This, I haven't watched it yet, but the same company that did He Man did the uh, was it Castle Castlevania show on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Just because of the animation, I might go back and watch this Castlevania show. But He Man's in every episode. One. Yes. Two, he comes back to life. Three, we get to see characters that we all love about He-Man. Four, it's five episodes. Like, mm-hmm. you need to tell a story, and what better story to tell than He-Man coming back to defeat Skeletor, who's won? Right. <laughs> what else could you... Pick a story that they would want. <laughs> He-Man wins in the first episode. That's great. Okay. One episode. That's basically the premise of every single show. There wasn't a whole lot of carryover from episode to episode. No. Like, I, I never co- saw cartoons. this, like, the, the 90s thing. I never no. bothered with that. But, they were but epi- for they now, were... if we were going to get a show and we gave them what they wanted, it would be the most boring show ever. He-Man comes. He's all-powerful. He wins. Mm-hmm. And then they sit around making fun of cringer right mm-hmm. i mean cartoons back then were episodic you know it you had the episode ended where it started like no matter what change to the character or whatever in that episode they were back to normal before the episode ended and like we said in the beginning of this the he-man cartoon sucked like it wasn't a good show a lot of 80s cartoons <laughs> sucked do they have nostalgia but is what we're thinking of loving the show really the stories in our minds that we had playing with the toys than what we saw on the screen you wouldn't believe the stuff my he-man did (laughs) i'm a little scared to ask (laughs) great point though but that that really is and i think this is the first time looking at something the show is actually cooler than the toys. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm waiting for these next five episodes to drop. <laughs> so. I need some more of that. Game more of that. Uh... <laughs> you can name more of that. <laughs> he Man. Um, what would you guys like to see moving forward with this show? I, 
It's an interesting question. So, you know, number one, we need to see a bunch of different, uh, you know, story arcs kind of close up. I want to see something so outlandish that it really freaks out the people who are complaining now. <laughs> I think Bauer already figured that out. Tila becoming a He-Man type character? Right. Whether or not that exact thing happens. but Wait, wouldn't that make her She-Ra though? Well, it's not the he so it's not the he-man it's the champion champion <laughs> so she so it wouldn't be she-man she, mm, no, no she would pick her she'd still be t i mean so, something i found found interesting um i'll just i'll just lay it out there really quick and then Huey, you can forecast what you what you think is going to happen i listened to um kevin smith's uh show that he did over the weekend where him and the the gentleman that plays Orko, they they had their you know conversation about the show and everything, and he said he it, at some point he he was talking to people from Netflix and saying, hey, all these people are complaining about the show. This, I think this was even before it it launched or whatever, and the the execs on Netflix side were like, good, let them. He's like, ten thousand people saying that it's terrible is actually great publicity for the two hundred and fifty million subscribers that we have. So people are going to watch this regardless because all these people who are saying terrible things about it, everyone around them is probably going to watch it. Tell me one thing that someone said that it is a terrible show. It's It sucks. It's not something anyone should ever watch. Guess what? You probably went and at least turned it on to see what it was all about. I mean, that's, right, that's people's... human nature. God. Right. But you watched mm. an episode, right? Yeah. I mean, hell, I yeah. even watched an episode of Arrow, and I've heard terrible things about it. Whoa, Whoa you <laughs> watch my mouth. Um, before you go into your, what you want to see, Baby Huey, Kevin Smith did say this was the most unique experience making the show because the higher-ups had creative input, and it wasn't just change this or do that. Like, he felt like they had... Uh, input and like they really cared about the show creatively mm-hmm. and when he pitched things he never got shut down or changed this like it's the first time he actually felt with people above him in a creative atmosphere and he really liked the opportunity of that so i have a feeling that we're going to see the kevin smith verse mm-hmm. in let's let's Netflix. get new characters how about that how about somebody we've never seen before just get me the toys although i can't Done. buy this new line like I'm already going with the old school ones. Origins uh, where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Great for well, YouTube. <laughs> the the toy for the what are they calling him? Super Skeletor or Skelegod. Skelegod? Skele- that does look pretty badass, but I just can't. All right, baby Huey. <laughs> I said what I think's gonna happen and what you know, what do you think's gonna happen with the show? Or what would you like to see? I mean, now that you said it, I really see at the end uh, Tila taking the sword for a while. Uh, but I'm also kind of hoping that they did show him in episode five, uh, Hero. I do hope we kind of get a, re- a resolution on that because, like I said, the whole story with uh, Hero back in the day never, it was ideas thrown around and it never actually happened. So Hero was supposed to be the son of he-man but he's actually not he's not a blood relative or he's not his actual son was he on the cartoon no 
it, it, so this this was supposed to be like a continuation right and basically the, there's a couple different stories but one of them is he's like Mowgli in the jungle book he's a lost child in the jungle Skeletor finds him first and then uh, He-Man finds him He-Man is now king of Eternia because his, his father retired he's married to Tila they, at the end, they adopt him, and he becomes uh, the new He-Man. Which well, I don't think that's he- happening here, because I think Tila <laughs> uh, got her eyes set on uh, her lovely assistant, if you know what I mean. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's something I've always wanted to see on screen, because I've read all the different stories, but... That Andrew? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, but I, I, I do think that they're going to make uh, Tila the new... Yeah, and I don't man, think they're going to have champion. Hero be the son. I have a feeling, from what we saw, that everybody in Praternia was previous champions. It, it very well could be. I also kind of think that that's outside of time and space, so whether you're from the past, present, or the future, you still end up at the same time there. We'll see. So uh, he, I know he, Kevin Smith... Uh, he likes throwing Easter eggs in this, but with this, he already said he's turning everything on its head. So I have a feeling he just saw this toy was the thing that never did a storyline. I want to put this character in there. Here's where I'm going to put him because it makes sense. But uh, if you haven't watched the show... We just spoiled the entire thing for you. We did. <laughs> and we didn't say spoiler alert in the beginning. Oh, well. You can um, add that in. Go watch it. If you see somebody bashing it, Defend it. Or, you know, ask them what their perfect Masters of the Universe show would be. Tell them to pitch you the perfect story and how how that interesting it would be. Well, He-Man's just going to win everything and it's going to be easy. And That's what you'll get. Then go watch the 80s cartoon. It's very That's easy to want. trash something. It's, but it's they very suck. difficult oh, to yeah. fix it. Exactly. So, I love it. Two thumbs up. I'm oh, going to watch it again. Uh, and they're like 24 minutes, I think, each. Mm-hmm. Roughly. Like, yeah, 20, yeah. Yeah. It's a normal you know, half-hour show if there were commercials. So, And it's, it's Kevin Smith. Support Kevin. And uh, since we're on Netflix and you've already made a Transformers joke, go watch season three of the uh, Transformers War for Cybertron show that came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> is that another five-episode show? It is it six episodes. It's six? Six. Six. And they're tying in this season with uh, Beast Wars, which was the, the Beast characters. Which is what the next movie is going to be. Weird. I know. <laughs> All right. On that note, Mosh, go do that thing. Uh, you totally, totally got me off guard. <laughs> oh, you got to read it? I, you I very seldom do it. I thought we were going to talk about all the stars that were in the show and who's playing who and... How Mark Hamill Listen, really isn't that was... great? Mark Hamill was amazing as Skeletor. Uh, so, Mark Hamill's just doing the Joker again. Exactly. He is, but but that's Skeletor, though. Uh, yes, I would have liked it. It almost felt like the Joker with some of the, the jokes he was putting in there. Lena Headey? <laughs> Perfect. Um, I, heard, I, for, I forgot she was in it, and when I heard Sarah her voice... Michelle Geller as amazing. Tila. Tila. Justin Long as Roboto was good. Mm-hmm. Henry Rollins as Triclops was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice acting cast was perfect. Yeah, and it was, you could tell it was people that Kevin was just like, I got a thing. 
<laughs> it's like seven lines of dialogue. Say no more. I Are mean, you down? Uh, down? Kevin Conroy as, as Merman. So you had Batman as Merman. I mean, <laughs> which was weird hearing his voice in that kind of timber, but yeah, that, that'll say that was the only thing like Merman to timber. me was always the gurgly blah, 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 as he talked. I kind of missed that a little bit with Merman. They made Merman badass though. So just they watch so I can't wait till they can expand on the world more. Because this mm-hmm. definitely was on a set of rails we had to get to here. Yeah. Because they, they knew they had to tell these first five episodes to unlock the rest of the world to get to the real show. Right. This is almost like a prequel. You ready now, Moshko? Can you do that thing? I could always <laughs> do the thing. I, 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 oh, I almost feel like complaining about those people more. Um, but we won't. Because... Do you want to say what you want to say to them? Go ahead, say it. No, no, it's just, yeah. it's just ridiculous how impatient people are and how you, you just can't like see it for the, the whole story. And I'm mad because other people are mad. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the that's, bulk of it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with snake eyes right now. I, like I didn't see it, so I can't say whether or not it's terrible, but I guarantee you the majority of the people that didn't see it who are complaining or the majority of people who are complaining about it didn't actually see it. It's on my list oh. to see. I'll see it this weekend. Yeah, he mans in every it. episode. He man is in ep- <laughs> he every He does episode. more badass stuff than he ever did on the other show. Speaking of badass stuff, Loot Crate. <laughs> Fireside Crew 15. Use that code. Get yourself 15% off your next subscription box. Do and it. as always, as always... <laughs> Let me find my notes. Hold no, on. No, what actually happened just now is I'm recording on our normal thing and the, the, the outro kicked in. I was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? How about that timing? Uh, but anyway, you can find everything that is uh, Fireside at welcometofireside.com. You can also find us at Welcome to Fireside on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and a few other places. And also Fireside Crew on Twitter. And again, remember, Fireside Crew 15 on Loot Crate will get you 15% off any subscription box. Thank you. (laughs) As always, that's Moshko. (laughs) That's Baby Huey. And I am Moshko. I'm Mr. Mauer. And remember, 15 minutes can save you 15% on your next Loot Crate. (laughs) Wow. No? Fireside Crew 15? No. All right, and don't forget MoscoCollectibles.com, our other wonderful uh, place that, uh, yeah, never Go mind. Go buy stuff. And if you want to pick a fight about Motu, hop in our uh,